Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Certainly on this morning on The Odds Couple, we're coming to you an hour earlier than usual. Seven to eight, you'll be hearing our dulcet tones, the team this morning, and not eight till nine, because it's a grand final day pack program on SEN, and we've slotted in between seven and eight this morning. Welcome to everybody. Hope you enjoyed Mooney Valley last night, and you'll uh, enjoy the grand final today. You might take a peek at Mornington, and then we'll be back with you live from... Um, Caulfield on Sunday with the Underwood Stakes uh, Group 1 Wait for Age uh, Classic out there on Sunday. So it's a, a busy weekend of sport. David Taggart and Big Paddy, one of the favourite sons of uh, Melbourne Grammar School there on St Kilda Road, join us uh, this morning. Morning, Tags. Late night last night for you? Haven't been a bad mate. Got on the dance dance floor. Had, had had the moves like Jagger last night, mate. Straight after, straight after Mooney Valley Racing, and well, what's the point going to bed? I, I met the fans as well. You know, after tipping them winners at the yeah. valley, they yeah. all loaded up. So, yeah. got got a few free drinks. Where did they queue up for you last night? As soon as outside the 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 box that we. Yeah, they waited for oh, us okay. to finish our uh, our. I must have seen them, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I can walk around with my eyes shut uh, at times. Big Paddy, looking forward to the weekend. Sport of plenty. I am boys, and I'll uh, I'll get the elephant out of the room. Tough times don't last, but tough people do, boys. I was uh, up in. Chatura last Saturday watching the sports bet punters race horse. Chatura. Chatura. Yeah, exactly. You uh, went well in um, VCE, did you? At uh, Melbourne Grammar. <laughs> She ran a gallant seventh up there, and uh, I turned around and uh, headed back down the down the Hume Highway, and <clears throat> I was listening to you boys uh, having a yak there on uh, on SEN Racing, and of course I knew that the uh, the barrage when when our poor old Big Paddy was there, defenceless, was going to come. Anyway, I was so confident with uh, Amphitrite that uh, she would sprout wings that I pulled the car over uh, on the Hume Highway there on one of those um, what do you call them the. Safety lanes. Truck, truck, trucker stops. Yeah, truck stops, yeah. Anyway, I'm down there watching the race. Sure as hell, she doesn't jump that, that that great. And round the bend, and what happens? The bloody phone cuts out, reception gone. I didn't know it was happening. The only time I, I finally found out the result was when I tuned back in and you two were having another crack at me. So, <laughs> yes, I have the Olympic rings emblazoned across my head. I'm zero from five, but... As we say, Paddy, you, crack you, on. you throw enough darts, mate, you're going to get one soon. <laughs> but, uh, Paddy, <laughs> the one sure thing is we keep trying, we keep working together, albeit that's probably no, coming no, to an no. end quicker than we thought, unless you know, things do turn around. But, you know, we're solid. What, what, what I need to tell you this morning, because I can feel there's a little bit of intrepidation in your voice this morning, <laughs> saying, gee, you know, fellas, another apology, five weeks here, five weeks. Five apologies, but we we stick. You know, there's no I in team for tags and I. We stick. We might have a go at you, but we're we're no, we we're your men. We're no, we're no. your wingmen. No, I love it no. how tags came to no. me midweek. He said, "I've got one for you on Saturday. You can use it if you want." But I will be sticking with my guns, <laughs> yeah, and no. I'll be going myself. Good work. <laughs> no, be good to be here. Cracking day. 
Uh, plenty coming up on the show. And, of course, I mentioned that SEN is live from Underwood Stakes Day at Caulfield tomorrow. Thanks to Smooth Barista-made coffee from the cafe, available 24-7. Richard Litt, the trainer of Casavecchio in the Golden Rose today up at Rose Hill. He'll be joining us out of the 7.30 News. 29-year-old Kiwi who's making his name over here in Australia. So we look forward to getting to know Richard Litt a little bit later in the program, uh, some of the news around for the week. Well, let's quickly you know, go back over what uh, we witnessed last night uh, at Mooney Valley. The Group 1 Moyer Stakes, it was an absolute ripper race. And um, Nature Strip was the one that got the job done. And let's uh, just have a listen now to exactly how Nature Strip got the job done. Nature Strip, about a half length, Miss Leonidas on the point of the corner, then Fartanara linked at a half away, Eduardo back to the fence, Nature Strip in front, it's Nature Strip from Miss Leonidas, then came Eduardo Fartanara, Nature Strip needs the line, it's gonna get there, Nature Strip has done it from Miss Leonidas, photo third, Sunlight or Fartanar? It was a good thrill just because obviously this horse has his knockers, he has his favourites, but um, they seem to jump on and off each week. Um, he really he really upset me last time I rode him and uh, yeah, it was just a, a debacle in that race and we probably learned a little bit each time we ride the horse and um, it was quite frustrating in what he did last time considering he, his trials were excellent, um, nice and relaxed and then his work, is he, he's a pony at home and um, and that was yeah obviously a frustrating thing but to get a result today for the connections and it was a good thrill. Yeah, James McDonald there, champion jockey, uh, Group 1 winning jockey, of course, uh, came down for a quick raid on Nature Strip last night, got the job done, spoke to us live on SEN Racing last night. Uh, plenty of Kenny or Carney with Nature Strip last night, uh, particularly after they held him up first start back this preparation, but he was too good. It's amazing. He, and James is right, the knockers. We were knocking him last night as well. And, and you have a look at his record. He's won 11 from 18. Mm. And yet people seem to knock him. What I like Matty Hill's call. The horse won by a neck, a good neck. <laughs> it sounded like he's, the way he caught it, it's one by a short half head. But I know he, he was stopping, though, on the line. He didn't want much further. Yeah, he didn't want much further. But I, I think Matty was, and dare I say, he's... Brilliant race call, the best in this country by a country mile. A, a I think. Long. Yeah, a yeah. long way. I think he got caught for words. He, he just yeah, for he that minute, right. and he yeah. thought he just searched for something. He said, "Oh, you know, searching for the line, nature yeah. strip." He just got. There was a moment there. He thought, "Well, where am I going here? I'm going back to nature strip," and and, and he went back to nature strip. And there's nothing was storming. Obviously, well, he probably got he probably home, got a shock. It was missing. Yeah, yeah. and that's another place. thing. He goes, "I've probably got this wrong." Yeah, because he was thirty three to one. So we had Fartner, Eduardo, Bonds away, mate. They were. Flying home. Mm. Uh, yeah, not yeah, not probably uh, Bonds away. He's probably he came well, to the end of his run, but yeah, nah, yeah. not at all. Tax. Well, you what's, never get it all your own way. What's that again? Yeah, so he, he was, was coming flying. down the outside. I was watching him. Don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, oh, mate, boys, come on, boys, settle down. It's grand final day. Whoa. How many Whoa. winners you two lately? Oh, great days in sport. Had that, oh, that quaddy go last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we didn't do, none of us. Tipped. Oh, oh he's that, that's his comeback. <laughs> none of us tipped nature strip I'm last night. I'm going to get four in a row. We've only got one. <laughs> Nature Strip put us out of our private quaddy last night. Not our private yeah. quaddy, our SEN yeah. racing quaddy last night. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, not everyone, uh, well, particularly us, didn't think it was going to be all roses for him, uh, particularly from Barrier 1. And I, I wonder if that affected what James McDonald was thinking prior to the race. 
James, when you drew barrier one during the week, what did you think? <laughs> you don't want to know. But <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, um, it was a lot of things were running through my head. <laughs> a, was he going to jump? B, was he going to over-race? And but, but C, was I going to come down? But, um, yeah, it was a... It was a I think, yeah, yeah, like I said before, we've learned a little bit about him each time, and I think he's a horse that you have to actually know a little bit, and I'm probably still not really getting it, the gist of him, but um, today we left him alone completely in the stalls, didn't try and organise him. If he's going to jump, he's going to jump. Yeah, well, he jumped all right uh, and held his position and uh, was able to go on and win the race. Interesting how they've been... Well, first up, they tried to ride him quiet, in behind horses last night, you know, and James admitted that didn't suit him, and you know we were just letting go to let him free roll. But then, in the two uh, the time we spoke to him last night, uh, he made two references. One to that. The second one was if Ball of Muscle kept putting that heat on, he was going to let Ball of Muscle cross him, which surprised me because I thought, well, yeah, you want to let him free rein, and the last thing you want to do is is having following him a backside. Yeah, but I think Ball of Muscle was going too quick at the time anyway, so. Uh, take him out of the race. It was like him leading. But uh, as you say, it's interesting to know uh, what James said was they rode him that way first up because they had the Everest in mind. Mm. And he said, well, it's not his race. We all know he's, that's, it's not his race. But the conundrum now lies, if he goes and goes ahead and wins the Scalacci Stakes, he's got the free entry into it under the Melbourne Racing Club banner. So, mm. uh, I just don't think he can get 1,200. Well, that's the thing. What, what do you do? Stitch. But it's a free shot at the stumps, isn't yep. it? And you're getting half a million for running last in it. So, well, I mean, <laughs> what do you do? It's just thing I don't know if you just mentioned it then because I was searching for my race book and I wasn't listening to your text. Did you just mention then that, like, like James McDonald said last night, he doesn't think the Everest is a race for Nature Strip? No. Mm. He said that. But yeah. as I said, the, the conundrum lies if he happens to win the Scalacci. Yeah, if, if that's the race he goes for because they were a bit, a bit uptight last well, night where he, where he goes. Yeah, well, probably James, well, James said he's, he can't speak on behalf of Chris, mm. but uh, you'd think that would be the natural way to go. Uh, it's a weight for age uh, group two and uh, over 1100 so he has to look for these type of races and as you say the carrot's going to be dangled if he happens to win it. Mm -hmm. uh, the stock stakes at group two level for the mares. We saw Princess Jenny too, uh, too strong for her rivals. Rondonella ran a, ran a good race uh, for Roger James uh, brought her over from New Zealand. Was looking to go to a Cox Plate if she won last night. I don't think I saw no. a, a Cox Plate run in her uh, from what I saw last no. night. Uh, Big Paddy, what do you think? Uh, yeah, Damien Oliver rode uh, Princess Jenny a treat, I think. Popped out there oh. at the top of the straight and went, thanks for coming. She was never, ever going to get beat. No. She just needed that run and that bit of luck and she she uh, pushed tides out of the way on the point of the turn and and even though she was spotting about two and a half lengths at the top of the straight, she she done it with ease. But uh, her second up form is enormous. She is now, what, four from four second up? Mm. And uh, and she's undefeated at the mile uh, for a horse that won a won an Oaks, the Adelaide Oaks. She's she's something. The other sensational run I thought last night was from Loving Gabby in the three-year-old Phillies race, the Scarborough Stakes um, at Group level, and uh, she uh, she's a big filly, big long strider. I thought, oh, I don't know, Mooney Valley's going to suit suit her. You know, she probably needs a practice run around here. She didn't need a practice no, run. No, I think, and they were swooping too at that stage too, so it sort of half suited her. But we're going to be speaking with Richard Litt.
I reckon he's going to have a grin from ear to ear due to the fact that his horse beat loving Gabby. Well, the scary thing was... Yeah, in the, in the Kiramar, Kiramar said before the race that there's so much more improvement in loving Gabby to come. So she comes out, knocks off, exhilarates, and the world's their oyster now going into the spring. Yeah. I just wonder if she's had a setback, sort of starting a campaign late. I, I would have thought the 1,000 guineas is where she goes, but... Um, you know, uh, coming off just a, a twelve hundred run into a thousand guineas is a big ask, but they're they're trainers that I reckon they're about to launch. Mar Eustace, their their horses are just rolling into the spring beautifully. Yeah, I, I, good good question. Whether she goes down that path, we're not sure because she will be as you say the the preludes over fourteen hundred on tomorrow. She will have to be running second up over a mile, so uh, I don't doubt that they're great they're great trainers. Mar used to so, uh, but it's it's an it's an unethical uh, way to go, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it it's, uh, will be a different way if that's the way they go. Uh, that's the end of our, our news segment for this morning. Albeit we will find some time to touch on Ascadelia or Ascadelia, as, however you oh. want to say it, Ascadelia. Who was sold at the Echuca horse sales for six hundred and fifteen thousand? <laughs> it wasn't at Inglis. It wasn't at Magic Means. It was at the Echuca horse sales for six hundred. That boosted up their average 000. sales for the yeah. se- for the season, well, didn't that, it? That uh, actually doubled their turnover of probably the last three years. Yeah. But didn't uh, know you're up there bidding for them, Scoop. <laughs> Interesting day up at Echuca. We'll, we'll touch on that as the morning goes on, uh, if we have time, and I'm sure we will at some stage. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back and uh, take you up to Sydney. Have a look at the card up there today. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back on this grand final day. Odds Couple brought to you by Sportsbet, great supporters of ours right throughout this journey and um, we appreciate that very, very much. Uh, the footy's on the, uh, on the edge of everyone's lips this morning but we're racing, racing and racing right up to 8 o'clock and we're going to take you up to Sydney now and have a look at the... The group card up there, a really interesting group card up there. Starts with a couple of benchmark races and then goes into group racing for the rest of the day. We're going to do our quaddy today tags from up there. Yes, I've done a Sydney quaddy. Not a Mornington quaddy. We're going to do a Sydney quaddy yes. for um, uh, for all our followers uh, out there that love tags as quaddy each week. And Big Paddy, you're going to start telling us um, what they've been fancying the punters uh, through this card in Sydney. Let's start and, at race one. And before Paddy gets going, make sure you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Got it right here, Tags. Ready to go. Work. The promo tags, always off the top. Races one to six at Rose Hill and Mornington today. $50 back in bonus bets if you run second or third. Oh, 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 as well as four places we are paying two on Sunday's Underwood Stakes at Caulfield. That's you a ripper. Fourth, That's ripper promo. Get paid the place dividend. Race one in Sydney, the Monstar Foundation handicap over 1,900 metres. Best backed. With sports bet is number five, Rapido Chaparro at $4.40 with 30% of all bets. We'll look to lead and definitely worth a crack with your run second or third insurance with sports bet. That's number five, Rapido Chaparro. Consistent support for number one, Dr. Drill at $5. We had to race two, the highway class two handicap over 1,500 metres. Now most supported with us is number two, Moss the Boss. Registrar is prep after running three drums in his last three starts. Jay Collett to take the steer. That's number two, Moss the Boss, at $7. A couple of value nibbles for number, third, sorry, number three, Lolita Gold, who's $13 into tens. Race three, the Heritage Stakes, over 1,100 metres. Now, it's tight at the top. Listed race. Into the group races now. Into the listed stuff. 
Proper races. But the top got rid of those benchmarks. <laughs> number one, Cosmic Force, holds the most attention from sports bet punters. About 40% of all cash on this Colt. Open at $3.80 into $3.20 with J-Mac to ride after heading back up there from Mooney Valley. And J-Mac last night, talking live to us uh, at Mooney Valley after his win in the Group 1 Moyer, he was very buoyant on Cosmic Force. There he is. said, I really like this Colt. There's a big one in him. And, and another one too about to come up. Well, sold support for number six, Pandemic, at $3.40. Was that the one? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, you he's... can't a, ride he's... two in the one race, Benny. No, yes, exactly. He's... We know he's good, but he's not that good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you have it, J-Mac, number one, Cosmic Force. You've rattled me here. <laughs> 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 All right, let's head to race four. The Shannon Stakes over 1,500 metres. One-way traffic for number three, Gem Song. $2.40 was home first up in 11.33 here a fortnight ago and looks rock solid in the market. That's number three, Gem Song at $2.40. It's good. You guessed it. Number four, Tom Melbourne at $11 oh, is second best back. Oh, 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 Tommy. It's a gettable race for Tommy, isn't oh, it? I might would. They, uh, right at his level. Right in his wheelhouse. He's delusional, isn't he? He's delusional. this, Tommy. Hey, Tommy Tommy hey, he, can, he was bagging Sully last night for, for not passing. And he, but he always defends Tommy. Tommy's a great man. Defend, Leave Tommy hey, Tommy. You always defend Tommy. That's not right. I don't defend Tommy. I love the way he tries every time he goes out there. Any horse that has his own Twitter account is a, is a horse to get around. Race five. Golden pennant for the Phillies and Mares, over 1,400 metres. Now, easily best-backed is the former WA Galloper and Everest starter, number five, enticing star. $3.10 into $2.60, clocked some crazy times in her career. So very much a deserved favourite. That's number five, enticing star. Number one, Invincibella, is the next best at $6.50. Race six, 2,400 metres. First leg of the quaddy. You ready, Tags? You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is at group three level. It's a tricky one, but the toppy number one stampede at $4.80 is best-backed by High high Chaparral. He's uh, on the short backup after getting nutted by Finch last start. So an impressive form line for number one That was last Saturday, Paddy. Last Saturday. Yep. Yep. On the quick backup. That's what I said. Tags. Yep. Number 10, uh, Dabir at $2, also well supported. Who do you like in the quaddy? David? Uh, not an overly strong Group 3. This is a Group 3 donkey derby, if you ask me. I mean, when you're looking at the favourite, Dabier... Peter Melandy's on the phone, so he's putting on donkey derbies. He got beat in a BM78 last start, this horse, by Gay A. Gay Atry, who's also in the race. They're both of Wallers. That just tells you how weak it is. Um, yes, yeah, so, so um, and and you, as you say, you've got to put in Stampede too. So the numbers here are one, eight, nine, and ten. One, eight, nine, and ten in the first leg. I repeat, the Quaddy is in Sydney this week, not in Melbourne. We're doing the Sydney Quaddy. Paddy, race seven. Race seven. It's a great one. This one's certainly not a donkey derby. Dave Taggart, the Golden Rose over four hundred metres. Now listen to this. Best backed is your value pick of the day. It's number one, Castle Vecchio, $13 into nines. It's very interesting that we're going to speak to Richard Litt, the trainer, as well. Uh, Rusty trials behind him and he's ready to clear the pipes at juicy odds for Richard Litt. That is number one, Castle Vecchio at $9. Uh, of the bivouac, yes, 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 <clears throat> an exceedance pack. It's <clears throat> Jesus. Number four, yes, 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 who is best supported at $6. Yeah, work, I, I wish we spoke to Richard Lip before doing this, but <coughs> I wasn't impressed with uh, Castle Vecchio's first up run. I think he was a bit plain, and my best bet of the day goes around in this. So all we need here is number two, bivouac. Oh, 
Gone one out. I think he... Gone one out. Gone one out, bivouac. I love the horse. I, on top of the ground, he showed what he was made of the other day. 1,400 first time may be the worry, but I think he'll get cheap sectionals. Yeah, Dash will lead. He'll sit outside it, getting some cheap sectionals, and, he, and his turn of foot will be just too greater than the rest of them. So. Group one race, some of the best three-year-olds in the country, and you've gone blank. How did I go last week in the group one? Oh. Did the Villiers win? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Oh, you figured out oh how to no. Save. You figured out how to save Bivouac as well over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm impressed. Adding Paddy's tip going the group one. At least one of us got the money. Well, I could have watched Gloaming Stakes Race 8, please, Paddy. Gloaming Stakes Group 3. on there over 800 the metres. Most solid support for number two, Shadow Hero, $3.70. In from $4.20. Absolutely chomping at the big. No hero. Uh, number four, Quick Thinker is the next best at $3.90. Quick Thinker, named after you, Paddy. Anyway, Absolutely it is. We, we only need the top four here in the gloaming. The rest are having a throw at the stumps. <laughs> so the numbers here are one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, four. Okay, the final leg of the quaddy in Sydney. Final leg of the quaddy race, nine, four to 100 metre handicap to finish it off. Number 11, Amangiri is your sports bet punter's best backed. Barry rides here, and the big girl is first up and expected to lead. That is number 11, Amangiri, at $3.90. Number four, Godolphin's Rainier is also well-backed at $7. Expected to lead Amangiri. Yeah? Oh, that surprises me. Rainier, um, Rainier, where did we have fun with it, with you? Fleming. During the autumn? Yeah, yeah Flemington. Yeah, she yeah, should have won at Flemington, uh, Huey Bowman. Got her yeah. stuck. Yeah, and then come out, and then come out one next start, and the punt, and you went off it. No, no, I didn't. No, no, I filled up on it. The whole of Australia had to had to win that. It was a moral that yeah, it should have won the start before. Anyway, that's another Group One jockey you've cast aside. You said I'm not the only one. Huey Bowman should retire. Everyone should. I didn't say he should. Gobi Breezy medalist of two weeks ago, Damien Oliver, after two rides at Flemington a fortnight ago, he said he's off. He deserved that. And Frosty Lane. Oh, Frosty Lane. You sat on him. I gave him a whack. You gave it to him as well. <laughs> Missile Mantra. <laughs> you should make a comeback, Jags, and get back out there. Show him how it's done. Okay, what are your numbers in the last week? Anyway, as you say, Ammon Geary, yeah, first up. I don't think she'll lead, but anyway, she may. Uh, she's a $4 favourite here, so it's a wide open affair, so we'll go to the field. The field. Field in the last. Yeah, field in the last. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's a mare's race, so we go the field. Okay, field. So those numbers again, uh, first league 6, 8, 9 and 10. Sorry, say that again. 6, 8, 9 and 10. Incorrect. Uh, 1, 8, 9 and 10. Oh, sorry, 1, 8, 9 and 10. Um, second leg, Blanc, number 2. Third leg, 1, 2, 3 and 4. And the field in the last. How much is that going to cost? 170. Yeah, hang on, how many scratchings in the last? Four. Only the one? Oh, I'll tell you, uh, one, two, two. It's about $160 then, I think. $160 yeah. for a full yeah. unit, 80 for half. Correct, 40 for a quarter. Units. Okay, good work. Okay, there it is. There's our Sydney quaddy. I repeat, we've gone to Sydney today. Don't go down to Mornington and put the, that quaddy on. That is a Sydney quaddy for... Our odds couple followers today, David Teeley was hot last night. The Valley he kicked off really well um, uh, last week at Caulfield. Um, I reckon it's time. I think there's some value in the quaddy in Sydney today. We're going to go to the newsroom. When we come back, uh, Richard Litt will be joining us, the trainer of Castle Vecchio. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Odds Couple. Thanks to a sports bet time now to go to Sydney and uh, some fantastic racing on today, uh, highlighted by the Group 1 Golden Rose and one of the uh, favoured runners, Casavecchio. His trainer is Richard Litt, uh, who joins us for the first time on the Odds Couple this morning. G'day, Richard. Good morning. Richard, uh, firstly, a, a little bit about you before we start talking about the horse. You're uh, Kiwi born and bred. How long have you been over here? Oh, I came over here in about 2007, um, and I, I started off working for Graham Rogerson. And then when Graham sort of headed back to New Zealand, I went on to work for Barton and John O'Shea. And how long been training in your own right, Richard? About, uh, about just on about three years now. Okay. And how many horses in work? Uh, we've got 20 at the moment. We've got 22 boxes, and we have uh, 20 at the moment, and... You're not a very big team, but just a nice, nice, manageable team. A couple of big names you've got uh, outside of Casavecchio. Yeah, Morton's Fork. I, I saw a couple in your in your string of horses that uh, are a little you know, older horses that um, you're having another crack with. Yeah, we we sort of go out and buy a lot of the good Olsen horses, sort of to support the stable and sort of get my name out there in the in the city meetings. You know, you won't see much of a midweek race without us sort of running around in it with one of good Olsen's ex horses. And uh, you know, I've got Morton's Fork, Handfast, Editions, Wanda. I think about eighty percent of my stable are uh, good Olsen horses. <laughs> well, we wish you well with all of those, but today we we're, we're concentrating on. Uh uh, your good youngster in Casavecchio, um, all, all in order, a Group 1 win for a young trainer on the way up. It's a very important day. Yeah, it's massive for us. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased with how everything's gone and myself and all my staff are sort of just taking their stride and every box has been ticked and uh, we're just very, very excited to be a part of it today. It's, it's huge and, you know, it gives a lot of people a lot of hope, you know, like... Uh, when a good horse comes along, it can can, can end up in anyone's stable. Richard, Paddy Garshagan here, mate. Um, good luck yeah. today, first and foremost, with Castle Vecchio. And just want to ask a, a quick one. Uh, Castle Vecchio trialled a couple of weeks ago with the likes of Red Zell and Co. And to the public eye, it looked fairly ordinary. I, I think you'd, you'd agree with me there. How do you go about um, taking a fairly ordinary trial and then getting the horse right to race and now competing in big group ones? I think uh, it's all about knowing your horse, really. Um, he's a very ordinary track worker, track worker um, and that's sort of probably why he didn't show us a lot early. But, um, look, we assessed that trial before the trial even went, knowing that there's going to be plenty of speed on in that trial. So we weren't out sort of to bust his balls in that trial, if you know what I mean. So yeah. we sort of knew it was going to unfold. Um, so we just sat back and we left the earmuffs on him because, He's quite a highly strung little horse, and it was just basically to get him back out, take him to another race course, get him in the tie-up stalls, and just give him a little day out because he can be a bit of a tough sort of horse to handle race day. And it worked perfectly. I know there's a huge lot, amount of criticism in the way that he went, but um, that's just him, and I didn't worry. Josh didn't worry, and we've sort of moved on to our next trial, which I thought was great. And, um, yeah, his first up run was good. So, you know, we are pretty happy with him. And you mentioned he's got a couple of habits around the track work. What's he like in the stables? Is he a, does he play up a little bit, the big boy? Look, he, he, he's a lovely little horse to do anything with at home. Um, he, he never puts a foot wrong in the stables, you know, just managing him day to day. But when you sort of get to race day, you know, or you sort of put him on that float, he, he's just a different horse. He just grows a hand and, you know, he knows it's game day and apparently Dundee was very similar. Now, now Richard, yeah. 
He's second up today, 1,400. Uh, of course, you're going to stretch him out further. Is there any chance of you bringing him down here for Melbourne and competing in the VRC derby? Is that is that you're going to be yeah. your main goal? No, no derby. No derby. Um, but no derby. He's he's two weeks. He should be there for the um, for the Caulfield Guineas, hopefully, and and then we can see what we sort of progress on to after the Caulfield Guineas. But uh, we definitely want to head to Melbourne down to Melbourne for that race. So it all depends how you how you of course you run in the derby uh, in the Guineas and whether you press on later, further on over a bit more ground. I take it then. Yeah, that's right. He holds an entry for the Cox Plate. Um, which would be, you know, a dream come true. But at, at the same time, the horse has to, you know, his next two runs are critical. And if he puts his hands up, hand up and he pulls up good and everything's OK, you know, you, you might see us there. Yeah, and his chances today? Oh, he, he's a good chance today. You know, he's, he's in very, very good order. And dropping back to the 1,400 is ideal for him. Um, you know, we're very, very excited. Richard, interesting. Uh, Josh Carr has ridden him right throughout his career, and and you say he's a you know a horse of uh, uh, can be a, uh, hard to handle and turns on on race day and and um, you know track work etc. Is uh, generally nothing that flatters uh, to the naked eye. What that that relationship? How important is it to have a a, 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 a jockey that's permanently on your horse when he's he's got a few tricks of the trade? Yeah, I think it's um, it's critical, really. Um, you like to stick to, to you know, what they know and bits and pieces like that. But um, Josh is very, very good. He's very quiet. He understands the horse a lot. He puts no pressure on him. And also, he doesn't travel too well in his races. So you've got to have great confidence in him that he'll quicken. And, you know, I made a little... Uh, well, I didn't make a mistake. I made my mind to, to go to the Dulcify where Josh, unfortunately, couldn't ride him. And uh, he had to stick to Mark Newman's horse. And Jay Ford rode him, and, and Jay, you know, did a wonderful job. But also when he got off, he said he's a tricky little fella. You've got to sort of know him a bit. But um, it, it's critical, and, and that's one great thing about today, to have him back on, and Josh rode him on Tuesday, and his work was great. So Josh is full of confidence as well, and, and that goes a long way. Is he the best horse you've uh, ever trained, Richard? Oh, absolutely, by you know, 1,000 metres at least. <laughs> <laughs> By panels. Well, Richard, we wish you well with him. Uh, it, it's a big day today and uh, all going well today. We'll then see you down uh, down south for uh, uh, the Caulfield Guineas in a couple of weeks' time, which is going to be a, a fantastic race. And, and uh, you know, well, it's a, it's a horse-making race and it's also a, a trainer-making race. So uh, we wish, wish you well today and uh, for any uh, opportunities you get down here during the Spring Carnival. Wonderful. Thank you very much. All the best, Richard. Good on you, Richard Litt, uh, joining us there, the trainer of Castlevecchio uh, up uh, in Sydney today, the big Group 1 Golden Rose, and uh, he's a, a genuine chance. Are you happy with what you heard then, Tags? You, you've been a Castlevecchio fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's You're off him today. He's close. I'm off him today, yeah. As I said, I would have liked... there? <laughs> <laughs> you can dump. You can dump. You are a dumper. But, I, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen him do a bit more first up. He was only against B-graders on that day, and, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, he's up against the, the Group One horses today. So I'd, yeah, there's a cracking. He, as today. he said, he wants to he want to show something after the Caulfield Guineas. Whether they want to push on with him. So he he, he comes down to Melbourne, wins the Caulfield Guineas, and that's uh, probably career over to the shed, isn't it? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see how that race unfolds today. Uh, no group racing in Queensland today. It's all in Sydney, but uh, Sammy Highland's on the spot for us in Queensland. There's plenty of good racing. Belong. Together, we're different. 
Dan Murphy's unbeatable for footy finals. Star players. Jack Revolt. He starred in the Premiership on field and on stage with the Killers. It's been an injury-interrupted season, but now in a dynamic partnership with Tom Lynch, Jack is poised to star this final series. He'll bleed yellow and black to win another flag. Your world, endless possibilities. On 1116 SEN, a sports bet update. Place a head-to-head bet on the AFL Grand Final, and if your team wins, double your winnings with sports bet. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. Well, thanks to Racing Queensland. You want expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. It's a very good morning to our man on the ground up there, Sammy Hyler. I bet he's hit it running in that warm weather. G'day, Sammy. Hello, Simon. It is an absolute beauty this morning. The sun is shining and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good day ahead. So uh, uh, I had a night at the sunny coast last night without much luck. So I'm ready to charge into it today with a bit of luck so uh, yeah it's going to be a good day we're at Doombin today yeah we're at Doombin today and uh, always race as well Doombin it's uh, it's a tricky enough track I mean there's a lot of horses that a lot of horses that can uh, that turn up at Doombin and sort of don't get around that bend and you know it's important you sort of travel up on the steel and and then kick off the bend and kick away. So it's always good to, to have a horse that's uh, that's been a winner or been effective around Doombin. And I am with one today. Race three, number five, Eric Beal. First up, both trials have been sharp. And I think he'll love the 1350. Uh, you could get him at 460 on the tab. And I reckon, uh, yeah... Well, I think it might be 4:40 this morning, actually. And uh, but yeah, he, he's uh, he's a forward type, and he goes well. This horse, I think, he'll be better from last preparation to this one. He'll be better with the time under his belt. He's got good ability, and uh, yeah, he, he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be hard to beat today. He's not a swimmer, is he, Sammy? Old Eric the Eel. Oh, no, he's slippery, though. He's slippery. <laughs> slippery. Sammy, uh, our man, Mr. Taylor, is shooting for his ninth win in 11 starts in race eight. Now, I spoke to uh, Kelly Sweeter last night at the Sunny Coast, and he, he said, yeah, it's a, look, he, he's a good horse, and he's going to the races confident, but uh, he has drawn wide, and uh, he's got plenty of beef on his back. I am going with number 10, Cool Sequence. So I think uh, he was good first up, this horse. He's won at Doombin, he won at the trip. He'll be on speed. Uh, Steph Norton takes a couple of kilos off. And you can get him at five fifty. So See, I think uh, Cool Sequence is going to be a good bet there in that race. I you're mean, t- you're taking on Mr. Taylor. Hey, you're taking on Mr. Taylor in that yeah, race. I'm taking that. on Mr. Taylor. I'm taking on. Oh, Sammy, Ooh. love it, gutsy. Look, tag it. We're all about value, tag it. Yeah, that's Look, it. This is what we want. Cool Sequence up on speed and bang, <laughs> bang. <laughs> Sammy, great to chat to you. Grand final day down here, of course. Um, at uh, who are you tipping? Look, uh, I've got to go for Richmond, don't I? So, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, it'd be great to see the Tigers win again and hope everybody gets to Dimitri's Feast tonight for a beer after they get the money because it will be absolutely pumping. Good on you, old Richmond boy. Uh, Sammy now up in Queensland. We look forward to chatting to you next week. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sammy. See you, guys. For horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com. Time now to head to uh, Sportsbet and have a chat to Joel Kane. 
A sports bet update. Place a head-to-head bet on the AFL Grand Final, and if your team wins, double your winnings with sports bet. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Joel, the big day is upon us. Uh, what's happening from an AFL Grand Final perspective, betting-wise? Oh, hang on, we might uh, just have a little problem with uh, Joel being on the line. Uh, uh, we got you there, Joel. You're with us, Joel. Oh, sorry, sorry. How are you, buddy? Yeah, very well, thanks. Um, but the day has arrived. Grand final day. What a great time to be alive this time of year. It's a favourite time. As far as the grand final is concerned, Richmond, $1.40, GWS, $3.10. Who are you tipping for the big norm, boys? Uh, Dion Prestia. Nick Haynes. Go, go the, the debutant, Marlon Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> he's been back. He's been back. Oh, he's no. been back. That's Paddy's money. Paddy's money. <laughs> Hey, boys, I'm on a hat-trick for the norm. I'm giving you an exclusive tip. You'll have no tags on him. Shane Edwards, he's the one. Oh, Titch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. 15 bucks. Mm. What else has happened betting-wise in sport around the place? Lots going on. Yeah, I will say this, boys, uh, if you happen to bet in the grand final, the last 12 day games of the MCG for Richmond, it's been one to 39, so that's the way I'll be playing it. Uh, in the rugby league tonight, the Canberra Raiders, uh, I don't know if you got to see it last night, but the Viking clap was unbelievable scenes. That'll be happening at ANZ Stadium. It's an amazing story, really, that they got to the grand final. But who do they play? That's the question. Melbourne take you on the Roosters. I've been so bullish about the Melbourne Storm all year. No Vunavalu tonight to worry. Ten games in a row at the SCG. Latrell Mitchell has individually outscored the opponents. $5.50 is the NRL megabit there. Latrell Mitchell to outscore the Melbourne Storm on his own. Joel, have a great day. Enjoy the grand final. Chat to you next week. See you, boys. All the best. And place a head-to-head bet on the AFL Grand Final. And if your team wins, double your winnings with Sportsbet. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly, of course. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Let's take a quick peek ahead now to Sunday. We'll have a we'll know who the Premier is on Sunday, so we'll be either dancing around saying, ha, oh, GWS, I knew they were going to win that and win that well, or Richmond, they were home early, weren't they? Oh, gee. <laughs> the experts no... will come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. will we what? Well, the old hindsight, so you can't buy hindsight. I but wish you could. <laughs> let's uh, have a look at the um, big day at Caulfield on Sunday. We'll be live from midday on SEN, and we look forward to your company right throughout the afternoon at Caulfield for uh, some big races, uh, one of them being the Caulfield Guineas Prelude for the Colts and Geldings. One of my favourite horses, and a horse I think is going to be a star uh, for the rest of the spring, is Dallasan. I think he'll win the Caulfield Guineas and he'll win the Prelude on Sunday. And draws draws well too, so uh, Barrier 4, Raquel, she'll just hold her position going up that hill to the 1,200, and, and she'll then work it out and play it out from there. But well, the interesting run is the... Uh, the Queensland horse, David Van Dyke, Alligator Blood. Great name. Uh, undefeated, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, all over Dallas. Dallas and Scoob said it a couple yeah. of weeks ago, could be horse of the spring, and the punters agree since opening, uh, Dallas has had about 80% of all bets. Wow. So $2.45, take yeah. it. Okay, let's go to the Phillies version of the uh, the Guineas and the 1,000 Guineas prelude. Um Godolphin have got a, a massive say here. They've got the first uh, uh, four in Lyre, Tenley, Flit, and Pinsec. Uh, what are you What are you saying there for the for the girls, boys? Yeah, well, 
Well, Tenley was um, desperately unlucky. Uh, I can't say she would have won- uh, beat Absolute Flirt the other day. She went terrible last night, Absolute Flirt, though, but I think she had issues. Um, yeah, so as you say, it's good Dolphins to lose. Most supported is number three, Flit, um, holding about 40% of all bets. So you'd think Shake Mohammed would be a bit disappointed if Godolphin don't get uh, on the top of podium. Any money around for Tenley? Yes, market mover. Yep. There is, but Flit is your preferred bet for the sports bet punters right. today. Okay, Sunday, sorry. Flit and Godolphin with four runners in that race. It's got a bit of depth in it. The the Phillies prelude. Uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I can. And uh, yeah, as you, but as I said, I still think it's Godolphin's to lose. Also, like the Underwood Stakes, oh. the uh, Group One Wait for Age race. The highlight uh, of the day is race seven at Caulfield on Sunday. Oh, Hartnell's going around to the. The second favourite as we speak. Homesman the favourite. Homesman's the favourite, but the most supported with sports bet punters is number seven, Gatting. Rolled Mystic Journey a couple of weeks ago, and now all of a sudden they've come out of the trees to, to back yeah, Gatting. Exactly. What all eighty you can get, and wouldn't be a great result for us. So, Mate, yeah, when, he, when he won at 101, how can you take the $5 about him now? Like, seriously. But anyway, uh, good to see Huey Bowman teams up with your old mate Hartnell. Yeah, uh, isn't yeah so Huey's come oh, down, yeah. Will Hartnell win another race? I think he will. How far do you go with Black Heart, Bart? Oh, surely. Yeah, it's... If, if he doesn't put the hoof up in the underwood, you're nearly done, aren't you? You've got to. You've got to. It'll be interesting yeah. to see uh, where that all rolls out. We'll know that on Sunday. And don't forget to grab your grand final souvenir edition. Just $15 thanks to the cast of the official 2019 partner of the AFL record. Uh, Back with more uh, in just a moment. Uh, on SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Oh, talk too much this morning. Hardly got any time. Let's get our best uh, around the country. D Taggart. Yeah, as you know, I've got him one out in the quaddy, bivouac in race seven. Up in Sydney. Favourite son from Melbourne Grammar. I go to Mornington, race eight, number 12, Impy, $3. Wow. Impy. Impy. I thought you might have went Jumbo Azaki then. No, Impy. He just wins at Mornington. doing something different. I'm doing a running double. Delasan into Homesman on Sunday. Delasan wow. all up Homesman. That's what yeah. we're doing. Good bet. Yeah, that's something a bit different. Something a little bit different. Quirky. Are you excited by today's show, David? Oh, rap. Done very well okay. after a midnight finish. We look forward to seeing everyone next week. Don't forget. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We're at uh, Caulfield tomorrow and uh, Hutchie and Pickers coming up with Off the Bench.